Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole? <laughs> if you are new here, please consider subscribing to the channel. It really helps out, and don't forget to hit that notification bell too. And let's just jump straight in to today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story does come with an update from Recent Purpose 2703 titled, Am I the Asshole for Refusing to Disinvite My Former Stepmom to My Wedding? My dad and mum had a pretty dysfunctional marriage. It ended when my dad announced that he had fallen in love with another woman and filed for divorce. The divorce was ugly, but in the end, they agreed to split custody. The woman my dad cheated on was a 19-year-old. To put it in perspective, my sister and I were 12 and 13 when this happened. Yeah, we were children back then and blamed her for it after a little nudging from our mother. We were awful to her, but she was a friend to us. She gave us space, she took care of us and she helped us with things when we did ask her for something. She was the one who handled all the school communication and meeting when I was bullied. She was the one my sister trusted to pick her up from a bad party she had snuck out to. She was the one who helped with applying for college and fought with my dad to get the information I needed to get scholarship. She caught on to the fact that she could do much better than our father and divorced him when I left for college. She still stayed in touch with us and we have formed a good bond. I think of her as an elder sister and a fellow victim of my father's behavior. I'm getting married and want to invite her. My mother is against it. I have a difficult relationship with my mother and I'm trying to mend it. I understand why she doesn't want to see her. She is the home wrecker and ruined their relationship. She thinks that I'm behaving like dad and not taking into account the hurt I am causing. I feel like I'm an asshole to her as I think her feelings are valid. I understand why she feels the way she does. I am forcing her to mar a happy day by inviting my stepmom or I could force her to skip it. It does sound like the thing my dad used to do. Now, whilst I think your mum's feelings are valid, I don't, I don't think she's in the right by saying that you're behaving like your father in this situation either. One of the, the very first things and most important things I've learned whilst reading these stories over the last couple of years is that, you know, family isn't always blood. Sometimes you find that family is people that, that you make the closest bonds with and you clearly have with this woman over the years and she's helped you through various difficult situations in your life while you said you have a bit of a, a dodgy relationship with your mother. And whilst I'm not going to totally bash on your mother either because as you said, her feelings are valid. Her seeing like a home wrecker as, as it said in this post would be pretty hurtful to see. But I kind of view it as, you know, usually weddings are a big function, usually. And so you can just avoid each other. I, I've seen it in multiple weddings I've been to. So I, I think it's I think it's totally possible. So I'm going to go for one of those pretty rare. No one's an arsehole here apart from the dad in this situation. Although the mother was close to it for saying you know, that you're like your father. Because I think that's a pretty that's a pretty damaging thing to say when you're not. You've got, the, you've got people's best interests at heart here. But before we go to the update, Sleepy Feline says, not the asshole. She's clearly important to you and family isn't always about biology. When I was 15, my mum had a boyfriend for a year that I was very close to. 
I see him as a father. I'm now 32. He was at medical school graduation and he'd be at my wedding later this year, as long as COVID doesn't delay it. Lumpy Mick says, no one's an arsehole here. Let's be clear, the only homewrecker is your father. You're valid for wanting ex-stepmom there, given your relationship. Your mother is also valid in not wanting to be around her, even though your father is the homewrecker. Your mother should move past it since it's your day, but you may have to make the choice if she refuses to come, if stepmom comes. Trillium Summer says, not the asshole, she was 19. Presumably, your father was at least a decade older than her and more likely more. I agree with you that she was likely the victim of your father as you were, but this will likely make things difficult for your mother, so you have to make a decision. It reads like stepmom was the only adult that actually had your back growing up and was a great presence in your life despite how she came into it. So from this little snippet, I'd say keep her invited and just tell your mum to avoid her. But that's a decision you have to make. Comfortable Stop says not the arsehole. Her feelings are valid and she should absolutely not invite your stepmother to her wedding. But this is your wedding. You love her and she's important in your life even if she's not married to your dad anymore. And you should invite her. You have a seating chart, put them far away from each other. But other than that, they're grown-ups. They can act like it for your wedding. And one more from Wada Ep who says and quotes, I think her as an elder sister and a fellow victim of my father's behavior. Then says info, have you discussed with your mother about how you view your stepmother? That to you, she was more like a sibling slash friend than a bonus mother or your mother's replacement as a wife. This isn't you picking one wife over another wife. Also, I'm thinking that if it wasn't her, a 19-year-old teenager, then it would have been an early 20-something because it sounds like your father had a wandering eye whose tastes were for inappropriately aged mates or extreme differences in age. By the way, is your father also invited to your wedding? And if he is, is your mother demanding that he not come too? Or is she somewhat okay for him to come, but just not her? And unfortunately, we didn't get a reply to that, but we will move to the update right now. So, updates. I got over 500 comments. That was a lot. I felt a lot better about inviting my stepmom for the wedding. I firmly told my mum that not inviting her was not an option. She had seemed to have gotten it. We tried to spend time together, but it was not working for me. My mum seemed like a great person in comparison to my father, but that is a really fucking low bar. She is mean, judgmental, and fixated on social status. I've been spending time with my future mother-in-law lately. The way she talks to her daughters and me is just miles different from how my mum talks to me and my sister. Every time I went over, I realized that my mum never had been a good mother. I was still trying to make it work with my mother, but my stepmom sent me a screenshot of a pretty manipulative and guilt-tripping rant that my mother had sent her. It was pretty vile and made her cry. I stopped trying to make it work and cut contact with my mum. I just wanted one of my parents to be there for the wedding, but because I knew my father was an irredeemable asshole, so I pinned all my hopes on her, but she let me down. It sucks, but I will have my real family and friends there. And I think the thing to take away from this, this was their choice. This was your dad's choice. This was your mum's choice. You know, she put you in that situation, trying to make you make a choice in it. From the way you talk about her in this post, she doesn't seem to have many great qualities anyway, which may be a bit harsh, but I'm not sure. Just from the, this post, this is what I'm getting. And the major positive you will get from this is that you will get your stepmum at your wedding with you. And she seems to be the one that's taking care of you most of your life anyway. So she really is your mum although you like to think of her as your sister and you're going to get that person there, the person that loves you, the person that you love at your wedding. And I think that is a positive, but let me know your thoughts and we'll move on to the next story. Our next story is from Central Bank 4467 titled, Am I the arsehole for wanting to sue my husband's sister for losing my 2K camera at the beach? 
My 26 female sister-in-law, 20 female, moved in with me and my husband weeks ago because problems with her boyfriend. She isn't planning on going back till he apologizes, even though she broke his Xbox device in an argument. I'm a blogger, I have a small space in our apartment, sort of like my office, but very small, where I work for hours. Sister-in-law always enters the room and takes stuff and not return them, resulting in me replacing them till I got a lock. She was going to the beach with some friends to let off some steam and asked if she could borrow my 2K video camera to record the trip, but I declined and explained that I was working in the weekend and would need it. I got done with my project and left my camera at the desk. When I woke up the next day at 9am and had a shower and then breakfast, I entered my office and didn't find my camera. I freaked out and my husband told me to calm down because his sister took it with her to the beach. He assured me it was in safe hands, but I kept worrying about it and was upset by the fact she took it and he gave her the key. She got back at 7pm and was pissed talking about getting in a fight with her boyfriend after seeing him with someone at the beach and it ruined her day. She started crying loudly and cussing him out. I asked for my camera back and she said she didn't have it. She left angry after the encounter and forgot her sunglasses, cream, hat and my camera at the beach. Her friend Aiden picked some of the stuff and brought it back but the camera had apparently got stolen. I started yelling calling her irresponsible and reckless and this was a 2k camera she left behind. She started apologizing then trying to blame it on her now ex-boyfriend for getting her in a fight with a girl he was with. I said I need the camera for work and she had to replace it like yesterday. My husband got involved and said it wasn't her fault it got stolen and suggested I get a cheaper camera from Amazon for now till I can afford to buy a new one. I said, what? Why should I buy a replacement when it was his sister who lost it? She took it without permission and was responsible for whatever happened afterwards. He tried to make excuses for her being an emotional mess. I said, I have no problem suing her. He asked if I was serious and I said yes because I've worked hard to get this camera and my work always been known for high quality so for him to suggest a cheap camera from Amazon was offensive. He said he was just trying to help fix the problem but I said he was just helping his sister avoid responsibility. Both him and his sister aren't speaking to me anymore so suddenly claiming they're giving me time to calm down where in fact they're cold shouldering me making me feel guilty for saying that. I'm not sure if doing this will be morally the right thing since she's family, as my husband says. Am I the arsehole? Edit, someone here mentioned the possibility of her friend Aiden taking it, which is a possibility, but when I requested to speak to him about what happened, my sister-in-law said I was wrong to hint that he took the camera, even though I just wanted to ask him a few questions. She told me to leave him out of it, since she trusts him with her stuff. Now, that was my thought straight away, is that Aiden's got the camera. Aiden brought back the other stuff, but took the camera out of it because he saw that was an expensive camera. And that was my cynical mind talking. But then that last edit as well about my sister-in-law said I was wrong to hint that he took the camera. Even though I just wanted to ask him a few questions, she told me to leave him out of it since she trusted him with her stuff. And then my cynical mind popped up again. It said, maybe this is just a big cover-up. Maybe the sister-in-law took the camera, sold it, and then this is all one big excuse. Yeah, and I know that was pretty far-fetched, but <laughs> my mind is all over the place with these stories. And whilst I don't have a camera what, what I record all these stories with, I do have a pretty pricey microphone that I use these days, thanks to you lovely people getting me to this position. And if someone, my brother, anyone came in and took my microphone, hell yeah, I would be suing because, and this is not even really about the money, it's just my property. You come into my office and take it, and the boyfriend's just as bad in this situation, I'd give him the threat as well because he let her in. So for him to not respect your wishes in this situation as well, is even worse to me. 
But 1-800-TURD-FERGUSON says not the asshole. Sue her. File first thing Tuesday morning. If your husband isn't on board, tell him that he and his sister need to go until they're ready to apologize and make things right. If necessary, file a police report since she stole your camera by taking it without permission. She asked if she could borrow the camera and you told her no, and she did it anyway. Your husband enabled this violation of your boundaries by his sister and then tried to invalidate your feelings on it. I think you're well within your rights to demand that she leave immediately and say that she is no longer welcome in your house. It's probably also time to tell your husband that the two of you need counseling, and if he doesn't agree to go, then you should consult a divorce attorney. Edited to say Tuesday since Monday is a government holiday in the US. Good thinking there, Ted. Drip like chocolate says, not the arsehole. You need to file a report with the police. Then inform your sister-in-law and your partner that if they don't apply for a small loan and replace your camera and lens, then a lawsuit will be fired in 14 working days. Put the both of them in their place so that they never disrespect your property again. P.S. I would love an update on the final outcome. Oh yeah, another thing that was going on in my mind and when they were saying 2K camera, I thought that's got to be a DSLR or something like that or a mirrorless camera or somewhere, something along that and I thought, sand and a camera that expensive, that doesn't bode well. That doesn't sound right to me. Had me worried, I've got to tell you. I thought it could be something to do with the sand getting inside it. But hey, Hot Rice says, not the asshole, but there's a bigger issue here. Much bigger. Your husband does not respect you and is willing to let his sister step all over you and your career. That is wrong. His sister is an adult, but it sounds like she's like a 12-year-old. Seems like she's not used to being held accountable by anyone. You're not the asshole for holding her accountable, and you deserve to have that camera replaced free of charge to you. Astronomer Previous says not the asshole. Does he always do this? Help her avoid responsibility because yikes, 2K is a lot to use. She shouldn't have stolen it from you. OP replies saying yes, he always sides with his sister and acts overprotective of her with everyone. Their mum does the same. And one more from Triceratops who says, not the asshole, your sister-in-law is irresponsible, a liar and a thief. She's lucky that you're not reporting the theft because grand larceny and borrowing without permission is stealing. Your husband and her seem to not understand the camera was stolen twice. Honestly, I think your best bet to get your camera replaced is filing a claim with your homeowners slash renters insurance. She's never gonna pay it, even if you get a judgment and suing her or reporting the theft will likely break your marriage. Having said that though, I'm not sure how much you wanna stay with someone who doesn't understand that a cheap camera off Amazon isn't a band-aid for a 2K camera, let alone one you use for work. Now, what would you do if you found yourself in this situation? Would you sue or would you find another way around it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, Am I the asshole for asking a teenage boy if my four-year-old can have his claw machine prize? <laughs> this afternoon, I was at the arcades with my four-year-old daughter. We spent a good few pounds on the toy machine, trying to win her a Monsters Inc. soft toy. A group of teenage boys were interacting with us, trying to give us pointers on how to win. To be honest, they were pretty annoying, but I was polite. After a while, I told her we spent enough now. Sorry, but we have to stop. She was crying that she didn't win. One of the boys played the machine and we watched them. He won on the second go, which made my daughter even more upset. I asked him if my daughter could please have the toy as it would mean a lot to her. He went all awkward and silent. Then one of his friends said how it was rude of me to ask. I ignored that boy and carried on talking to the boy with the toy. I said I'd give him two pounds as that's how much he spent on it. He then laughed and said, sorry, but no, it's mine. The other boy then called me an idiot. So I told him he's the rude one and is obviously not raised right. Everyone was staring at us as the second boy and me were a little loud, I guess. I didn't think it was an outrageous request, but when I told my daughter's dad about it, he said it kinda is. Damn, man, it's like it just fell off the back of an entitled parent's truck. But you're instantly going to be the asshole to me for pressuring a teenage boy to try and hand over his toy and offering money for it. Two pound as well. The amount he actually put into the machine with no extra little incentive. Yes, I'm rubbing my fingers together here. (laughs) And let's face it, you're not setting a very good example to your child in this situation either. And let me tell you, on those machines, when my brother used to work at the ice rink and I used to go there pretty much every day when I was younger, and you could you could watch this machine and like after a certain amount of goes, it would grab fully. Until then, it wouldn't. There is a chance you can get the, the teddy out, but it's fluke, like the claw swings as it picks up and then throws the teddy into the hole. But there's always a guaranteed moment when enough money's gone in and it's ready to sort of pay out like a slot machine, then it grabs it fully and will just pull it out. You're pretty much guaranteed to do it as long as you get, as long as you're over the actual toy itself. So if you're ever in those arcades and you see a lot of person putting a lot of money into one of those claw machines and they don't win, you have a pretty good chance of winning with a couple of pounds afterwards. But then again, you might not. Who knows? Who knows? But I'm, but I'm pretty much expert level on those, let me tell you. <laughs> Science Not Kid says, you're the asshole. That's really messed up to try and pressure a minor to give you his possessions. This says, and quotes, a group of teenage boys were interacting with us trying to give us pointers on how to win. To be honest, they were pretty annoying, but I was polite. And then says, so not only did you find their attempt to help you annoying, but you also felt it was reasonable to ask a minor to give you his prize. And then quotes again saying, I told him he's the rude one and obviously not raised right. And then says, and again, you're the adult in a situation and think this is the right approach. You're the arsehole. Any scientist says you're the arsehole. If this is for real, how entitled of you? Go online and order the toy for your kid if you really want them to have it. The dollar store doctor says you're the arsehole. Congratulations. You just started in your very own r slash entitled parents moment. <laughs> Inevitable rhubarb says you're the arsehole. No one cares about your spawn. You're also in for a whole heap of trouble if you raise it to expect this type of entitlement. And one more from Hoover who says, you're the arsehole. You put that boy on the spot asking in front of his friends and you're crying four-year-old. They even tried to help your four-year-old win the toy, but you found their point as annoying. I'm glad his friend stood up for him. If you had asked once and let it go, then would say the name calling wasn't justified, but you pushed on even after they said no. <laughs> now, have you guys ever had any luck with these claw machines in the past? What do you think about OP in this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. 
And our next story is from Outrageous Bride 007. Am I the asshole for telling someone they deserve their life ruined? When I was 16, female, I moved in with my dad and his then boyfriend, now husband's hometown. About two weeks in, two girls who I would name Amy and Betty started picking on me, but in a nice mean girl way, like, oh, your top is so cute, I'd love one, but I don't think they do my size. As the weeks went on, it got worse. Here's a few examples. While I was in the shower, putting all my clothes in a toilet. Making fun of me by hiding food when I walked by and pretending there was an earthquake. Putting out cruel rumors like I was pregnant by five different boys and that's why I was so big. Cutting off my whole ponytail and then putting it by my butt while they made pig sounds. Putting red stuff on my chair so when I got up it looked like I got on my period. Taking one of my photos and putting my face on a pig's body. And there's a whole lot more. The two times I told the school about it alone, I first was told that I must be doing something to trigger them off. The second time, they were called into the office and we were basically told ladies don't like this and sort our drama out ourselves. Two hours later, they cut off my ponytail. I was too scared to talk to my dad, so a little family therapy later, I broke down and told them everything. Next day, my dad went to school, threatening a lawsuit if something wasn't done. They both got suspended for a week and had to plant flowers. The social media posts and messages got so bad, I had to move in with my grandparents 1,000 miles away. I blocked them both on social media, went to therapy and learned to love myself enough to trust people. Friends, soon to be husband, but still nearly 11 years on, I'm not over what they did to me. Recently, I got a lot of messages from people I've never even met before about my story. Apparently, Amy had a bit of a TikTok following and her whole stick is exposing bullies slash mental health slash women supporting each other. She made a post about a high school ex calling him out for being toxic and he made a TikTok with old texts and photos and videos. I got tired of the messages, couldn't go private as it's also my business page. So after four days, I explained via Facebook my whole story and told people to not contact anyone about the situation. Later, my fiance got a message from Betty to please take it down as she is a teacher now and another from Amy to unblock her so she can talk to me. I unblocked Amy expecting an apology, but I was met with her telling me she had an ED and her parents were divorcing and that's why she did it. She was gonna sue me for defamation and I was ruining her life. I replied, you deserve everything you're getting. Karma is a nasty bitch and I hope you lose everything. I have a bit of an update of people have shared my story and screenshots of the TikTok and posted them on the Facebook page of the school Betty works at and I've been contacted by students' mothers expressing her concern over Betty's actions and I was truthful with how she messaged my fiance. Amy made a TikTok saying, we're good and we made up years ago but obviously people saw my post along with a screenshot of her BS excuses. She has since deleted her TikTok account and as far as I know, her Facebook account too. I myself am going to take a break from social media and go camping for some R&R. Hopefully, well, everything would have died down by the time I come back. Like you said, karma is a bitch and bull- I'm sorry, but bullies, yeah, they, they really set me off from my past experiences as well. So I can't, I'm, I'm not, there's no way I'm going to blame you to, for what you did here. You telling the truth is not defamation. And her whole TikTok thing is exposing bullies and about mental health and women supporting each other. Holy shit, you kidding me? And like you said, it sticks with you years after, like myself with people that I've dealt with in my past. Twice I've been picked on in school. One was in sixth year, I only just joined that day and because I was wearing a certain type of backpack, I had two guys kicking me up the hallway and they would do it constantly. And that's, all, that's something that stuck with me since I was in, in sixth year, which I believe is ages 10, 11. 
And this guy later went to become an Olympic athlete, uh, a champion several times over. And so, and so when I see like local people who I know all congratulating this guy saying, oh yeah, homeboy's done it. Yeah, boy from my hometown's done it. And much like this story, he would go school to school covering anti-bullying campaigns and all this kind of thing. I just found it very, very ironic. But hey, <laughs> I've never gone as far as saying anything or anything like that just because I don't want the drama in my life. But you know, <laughs> Sometimes it does wind me up and I know it shouldn't, but hey, I won't go over the story of the, the whole bullying saga because I could literally cover probably hours on that to be fair. But OP, you're definitely not the asshole to me. KS Snitter says, you can't ruin a reputation by making it more accurate. Not the asshole. Capricorn says, not the asshole. It's also not defamation if she actually did it. Remember you just described what she did. That's all. Newton says, not the arsehole, if they never bullied you, they would have never had this issue arise. The fact that Amy is trying to join an anti-bully movement, while clearly having never attempted to apologize for the bullying she did, makes her look fake. None of them even attempted to apologize to try and encourage you to remove the post. I'm glad your life is better and that you have good people around you and hope one day with help, you can move past a painful childhood caused by people like these two. Illustrious says, not the arsehole, I'm so sorry this happened to you. That was extreme bullying that resulted in lifelong repercussions for you. You didn't pursue them or seek revenge, which you could easily have done. You spoke about this only to clear the air and stop the messages from strangers. And now the truth of their actions is out. If Amy had apologized profusely and then asked you to take down the post, I'd consider taking it down. But instead she is blaming you rather than taking responsibility for her actions. Bessie is basically doing the same. I think you have a right to speak about your experience, especially since Amy is doing this very ironic TikTok scene. Now, what do you guys think of this story? What do you think of today's collections of stories? Would love to know your thoughts, opinions, and verdicts if you have a moment of your time to share them. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for spending 20 minutes or so of your time with me today. Don't forget to hit that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, if you want some more Reddit stories in the future. Thank you so much, and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.